Okay, so Wrestling Toy Tracker is not where you go to follow along? That would be correct. You want to go to Wrestling Figure Uh, Database, too. Okay. Wrestling. Okay, so the Toy Trackers is on the database. (laughs) Uh, Jeff, are you you available to pick this up? He's doing quite well, actually, I think. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for you. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He told separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 399 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and say alongside next to me is my real life brother. Not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? Um, still working on this room. <laughs> still working on the room. I actually had a thought for inside the closet. You know where the TV is? A T-H-O-T? No, I, I have no time or patience for those thoughts. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, the other other thoughts. Yes, okay. the kind that go through the head that sits upon your shoulders. Wait, those thoughts? T-H-O-T-S? <laughs> What's your idea for the uh, cabinet cubicle thingy that you got going on with the TV? The closet. Yeah, that's you. Right. So I mentioned that I took the doors off the closet, shoved the entertainment center in there, put the television on there because I wasn't going to use the closet anyway. So it became a kind of a, like a media hutch almost. So there's a shelf inside the closet and I found these risers on Amazon. They are six by six by six. So six inches wide, six inches tall, six inches deep. I'm going to line those along the back of the, the shelf. So my thought is for my carded figures to put those on the, the, the riser in yeah. the back. Okay. And then I can put more carded figures or boxed figures specifically in front of that. So it'll act as kind of a riser for my boxed figures. Oh, that's a good idea for the Detolfs too, right? Uh, Not necessarily. They're too tall because oh. I'm specifically looking for that shelf because I want to display my boxed figures up there like the Coliseum collection, uh, the Usos two pack, say Defining Moments. Uh, you could do like the Cody, the Logan Paul, like specifically those box style figures. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking for that shelf in the closet. And okay. then I'm thinking about putting some lighting on the inside of the closet that you can't see from the outside right. that I can have on my phone, like to hit a button and boom, these LEDs pop on it'll light up that display. Oh, nice, dude. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that's kind of something I'm knocking around. So I've been kind of hunting around on Amazon this week and found those. So yeah, I want to get that going because that'll clear out a lot of the boxes out of this room. Uh-huh. Because that's, I mean, that's still like it's overrun with boxes. In fact, when we were recording with Sean Ng last week, uh, the camera was on and he could see the back. And he's like, holy crap, dude, your room looks like mine. And I'm like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's still a work in progress, still kind of under construction. But uh, just giving some more thought to kind of how to get rid of some of these or not get rid of, but how to display some of these boxed figures. Captain's Log, day 21 on the Detolf. The figures are still out and about sitting in their boxes. Yeah, what are those little furry creatures from uh, Tribbles? The Trouble with Tribbles. Furry. Not, no, furry. See, furries do to something else entirely. And in fact, I have a quick little story for you. 
we went to a they called it a con uh this was probably about two years ago when peyton was still into anime and peyton was like super scared of furries still is they're horrifying and some dude showed up dressed up in like a unicorn full-on unicorn costume (laughs) and it was basically a furry and Peyton was absolutely petrified, dude. Like, would not go near this guy. When he was inside, she was outside. Vice versa kind of thing. It was hilarious. Oh, I thought you were going to say the horn was in a different place, if you know what I mean. <laughs> would have been a lot cooler if it was. Oh, no, no. <laughs> that is the wrong type of party. Well, I mean. <laughs> what is it, though? For some people, it isn't. But uh, for others, you know. <laughs> you don't know how I get down. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> well, my furry little brother. <laughs> if anybody would like to get any of our shirts head on over to pro wrestling tees or what a maneuver dot net you can follow us on twitter youtube snapchat and the book of faces i'm sorry let me redo that you can follow us on the twitter x youtube snapchat and the book of faces at fully posable instagram fully posable w f p you can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on podbean stitcher itunes iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to fully puzzle WFP at gmail.com. Scott, have you done any toy hunting? So I have not personally, but earlier this week, I go outside and on the front porch lies a box. And I had mentioned last week that Brian V had gotten me the British Bulldog figure. Yeah. And was going to ship it to me as a gift, which super cool. Brian V, thank you again. Truly appreciate the gesture. I grabbed the box. I'm thinking it's the British Bulldog figure from Brian. I opened it up. Come on, Andre LJN. No, it's the British Bulldog figure. Oh. But there's a note on top of the British Bulldog figure from GBM. GBM, listen to the show. And went out and he actually had one of these in his collection already and sent me his British Bulldog figure. Oh, I thought GBM was cosplaying as Brian V. Like (laughs) GBM's alter ego is Brian V. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I I do. Again, I want to thank Brian. Huge, huge thank you for the thought of getting me the not T-H-O-T, Jeff. Oh, Yeah, you need to remove those from your mind. I can never remove those from my mind. Yeah, good point. Good point. (laughs) But I I just want to thank Brian big time for the thought of going out and getting me that British Bulldog figure and shipping it. Um, As soon as I got it from GBM, Texas GBM, dude, thank you so much. I really appreciate the kind gesture. Uh, And it was great because on the note, he put, if you build it, he will come. Meaning, if you build the Detolf, British Bulldog will walk to you. And sure enough, here he is. By the way, did you get any of those uh, stick'em things, the fixed bears that go underneath the feet? No, I'm going to go ahead and use up that jar of wax first. Okay, got it. And then once that's gone, I'll I'll pick up some of the the little wax squares. Okay, um, got it. But yeah, I want to say a huge thank you to to GBM again. One of the pillars of the Fig Life. He's been doing this since he's like one of the day ones. Like he's just, this is just what he does. He's such a kind dude. So GBM, thank you. And uh, to Brian V, I did reach out to him and said, hey, I I didn't know it was coming. GBM sent me a a bulldog. I hope you didn't ship it yet. If you did, I'll send it back. And he goes, no, dude, I haven't even shipped it. It'll go into my collection. Glad you got taken care of. So big thanks to GBM. Big thanks to Brian V. It's what the Fig Life's all about. Love you guys.
I mean, we could still use the Andre Giant LJ and Black Singlet. I mean, just... <laughs> no, if we want that, we're going to have to go to the San Jose Toy Show and drop five grand. Well, that's next month. It is. It's coming up quick. And actually, we're going to a toy show next weekend. Next weekend, we are going to a toy show. We are headed to Concord, California. Is it the Concord High School it's at or something like that? Yeah, at Concord High. Uh, we're going to be hitting that with Norm. And breaking news this week, Big Dave going to be joining us on that one. Big Dave's going to exit his apartment and he's going to see light for the first time in a long time. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we're heading to that toy show. Uh, actually, I'm glad Norm got us to go because Norm said last time he was there, he was getting killer, killer deals. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to be taking some cash, uh, see what I can hit. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, they've got that Macho Man, uh, the ultimate, the Hasbro styled one with the jacket. I don't think it's going to be 30 bucks, though, like you had that shot the last hey, time. I'll go 35. <laughs> I might even go 40. I'm actually curious like how good the wrestling figure is going to be. I don't know if I'm going to be picking up anything else outside of wrestling, but it's going to be fun just to go to the toy show. I do still have that little bit of an inkling. I just want to, I just want to go to that San Jose toy show just to look around, but I think I'm going to be happy at the Concord one. Cause if the deals are as good as Norm says, trust me, I my wallet will be happy. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, I'm 50, 50 on that San Jose toy show. I don't know exactly what's going on that weekend yet. Uh, it's Shannon's birthday weekend, but oh. we're leaving for Disneyland on that Monday. Oh, so there's, yeah, there's kind of a lot of moving parts that weekend. Um, we'll just have to see. It's definitely, if, if I don't go, it wouldn't be because I don't want to, it would just be, can't make it because you know, wife's birthday. So I have been on the hunt for those superstar figures. Everybody is popping up with Earthquake and Rick Rude. But at the more that pop up, you know, that they're starting to hit the shelves now, there's a better chance that they'll drop in price on eBay or something. And I can stop hunting and wasting $5 on gas, you know? Or, hey, if anybody out there is listening, all you guys out there in the fig life, just looking for those superstars figures. Looking at you, Brian V. No, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I, you know what? Either way, I'm probably going to just go the eBay or Mercari route. See if I can okay. find them on there. Yeah. If only their website knew how to process a pre-order. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Right. Here is a pre-order. Here is my money. Oh, wait, we don't want your money. We're going to refund you. That is a hell of a business model. It goes back to that Seinfeld joke. You know how to take a reservation. <laughs> it's exactly Walmart, man. Yeah. Oh, by the way, dude. So on the Stolen Gimmicks podcast, they do top fives. Okay. So I'm going to have you right now do your top five favorite figures of all time. Oh, right. Oh, crap. Okay. Yep. Wow. That's that's we don't a have, curveball, dude. We don't have much to show. So uh, guess what? <laughs> filler, folks. The show's going to be called Filler. P-H-I- L-L-E-R. <laughs> okay, so number one, better, obviously. Better not be Macho Man Slim Jim. Better not be. You know exactly what number one is. It's always going to be that. This son of a. It's. This, I just, I love that figure, dude. This, it is so good. And yes, fine. Make your arguments. It's not a wrestling figure. I don't care. I don't care. It is. I agree with that. It's a wrestling figure, but not a very good one. It's Macho Man. It's Slim Jim. It's 90s. Dude, what was the last time you ate a Slim Jim? Uh, well, we actually have them in our pantry, so probably a week and a half ago. My man, my man. Yeah, 
we get those boxes with the little Slim Jims in them. They're like two bites and then they're gone. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're like individually wrapped. Those are uh, super good. All right, my man. Yeah, I'll snap into a Slim Jim. I'm not even scared. It, it, you know, and it's, I don't want to say it's the best packaging of all time for a wrestling figure because I really like that RetroFest packaging. When I eat Slim Jims, I get scared. Oh, like because of the colon punch that's going to be coming? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You get that little rumble in the jungle. You're like, ah, damn it. I knew I shouldn't <laughs> eat in that Slim Jim. Right. Um. Yeah, so, okay, so Macho Man's number one, just the total presentation of it. Let's see. Number two. Wow, dude, this is this is a good one. Top five of all time. Does it have to be singles or are we running the gamut here? You could run the gamut, dude. If they're wrestling figures, they're on your list. Okay. Number two, and this is because of sentimental reasons. It is the classic superstars two-pack. Legion of Doom slash Road Warriors, but not the series one in the red shoulder pads or the red gear, black and red gear. It is going to be the special edition ones that came out with the gold accents on the the gear. The exclusives that came out. Yeah, because you got that set for me after I had sold my classic superstars Legion of Doom because hard times, baby. So you Mm -hmm. got me that set. That was the set I took to Atlanta, had Road Warrior Animal sign over him and Hawk. Uh, when he gave me the death stare and I was very scared for my life, but uh, <laughs> I lived to tell the story and that would be number two. Oh man, let me think number three. And I'm really, a, a lot of my figures, like their favorites for sentimental reasons. That makes sense. It, yeah. It's not that hard. So I guess it kind of is. So I guess number three is going to be Superfly Snooka LJN. And I know it, every, anybody and everybody that listens to this show knows the story behind that figure. So I won't bore you with it again. But if you know, you know. <laughs> so Superfly LJN is number three. Number four. Oof. You know what? I'll go number four, Macho Man Hasbro Series 1. Okay. Just because it brings back that great memory of coming home from Toys R Us with entire Series 1 and the ring in the bag. Mm-hmm. And just sitting down watching a baseball game, opening those things up. Yeah. And then immediately having playtime. And it's just like, damn it. I wish mom and dad could have gotten us each our own set. So I didn't <laughs> have to share with this guy sitting next to me. I know. Big Dave. God damn it. I know. I know. <laughs> now we're taking him to toy shows. Conquered with us. <laughs> so again, you know, sentimental reasons. Number five. Number D. <laughs> and number B. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson, sucker. <laughs> Let's see. Number five. I'm trying to cover the gamut of like all. Oh, uh, no, I already pulled a Road Warriors, so I won't go Road Warriors Remco. I was thinking I, I was thinking you were actually going to go Road Warrior Remco. Yeah, you know, I could, but I already got Road Warriors in the top five, and those do mean more to me than the Remco Road Warriors. So, ugh. you know what? I got to go Icon, dude. I, I, Hulk Hogan, LJN. I, I got to go icon. Okay. Like we, when we were talking with the uh, legendary podcast or Ryan. the LJN dairy podcast, it's that silhouette is on one of our shirts. It's like if major league baseball and NBA can have that logo. That's so iconic, right? Mm-hmm. It's got the white silhouette of a player inside. If you were to do that for wrestling figures, I don't know who else you would put in that silhouette. 
other than Hulk Hogan, LJN. It's the figure that literally every kid in the 80s had one. Yep. Some kids had two or three because they ripped or broke the first one, which how you destroy an LJN, that's like superhuman strength. That's like some Avenger shit. So <laughs> kudos to those kids. But yeah, I've, I've got to go number five, Hulk Hogan, LJN, just because it's such an iconic figure. And and again, a lot of my top five is sentimental, but uh, it's my list. So there you go. All right. Very well done, dude. Got some. Thank good- you. Now, what about you? Oh, I wasn't even going to do mine. That's tough, man. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I was going to make you do it. We got <laughs> the balls on this guy. Really? <laughs> okay, dude. Okay. So brave. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, obviously, everybody knows Bret Hart, Red Card, Hasbro Series 1 is my favorite figure of all time. Yes. Number two, I would probably have to go Hogan LJN because that was the one for me that sparked the love for wrestling and wrestling figures. Yeah. Isn't that crazy that one led to the other, Mm -hmm. right? First, it was the toy. Yep. Then it was the thing that the toy represents. And it's, it's just so weird to me. How many people have we known over the years that were into wrestling hot and heavy and then just it faded away? Now, granted, I'm I'm kind of that guy over the last few years. I don't watch as much as I used to. But still, to go that long invested in something, it's, it, it's crazy. And, and that's really what drives this show is just that, that shared love that you and I have. You know, we might have hated each other's guts, but damn it, we always had wrestling. And baseball. And baseball, yes. But honestly, dude, it was wrestling. It oh, was yeah. always wrestling. There was there was just that love and that passion that we couldn't get enough of it as kids. Every little tiny bit that we could ingest, be it videotapes, magazines, TV, live house shows, you name it, closed circuit WrestleManias, we couldn't get enough as kids. And why was that? It all kicked off because of wrestling figures. And that it's it's crazy to me that the toy sparked the love for that thing. And here we are 40 some odd years later and we still just adore it. We love it. And now we're almost 400 episodes into a thing about it. So yeah, I, it's just crazy. Uh, number three and four are kind of tied together, but it's the British Bulldogs Jack's Deluxe Classics where Davey was in the blue and Dynamite was in the red. You could count that as number three. But they were they were individual. They were singles. <laughs> Listen, Jay Leno. <laughs> but, they're, but they're still a tag team, though. Like, you, you weren't going to go just by Davy Boy. You weren't going to just go by Dynamite. You're going to buy both of them. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Right. So count that as number three. Okay, that's number three. Uh, number four, I have to go sentimental as well. And it's the story behind the Bobby Eaton and Lord Stephen Regal. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we got that. That's a good one, dude. You know what? Tell that story real quick. That is, I can never get enough of that story. So a long time ago, a gentleman was selling off his brother's old. Or I keep saying old. Original San Francisco toy makers, and he hit us up and he said, "Hey, do you want to buy any of these?" And I now kind of a little bit of a backstory to that is his brother had passed away a few years back and he didn't, um, he was going to sell off some of the stuff. And I said, you know, if you're selling off some stuff, uh, I'd take the, uh, Harlem. I think he had Harlem heat and 
Bobby Eaton and Lord Steven Regal from original San Francisco toy makers. The Blue Bloods 2-pack. Thank you very much. He goes, no, I was thinking about holding on to those. I said, I completely get it. You know, they were sentimental to him too. I kid you not, about two, three weeks later, we get a message from Zach. And he said, um, hey, what's your address? I was like, that's random, but okay. Because I get, I like giving my address out to people. So Perfect strangers. Here you go, sir. <laughs> exactly. So I gave him my address. And sure enough, the Blue Bloods 2-pack is on the porch when I get home one day with a letter from Zach that I still have to this day. And the letter basically said that, you know, my brother would have loved your guys' show. And I think he would want you to have this. The best thing about it is, is I've gotten it signed by Bobby Eaton before Bobby passed away and by Steve Regal. But you got to tell a story about when, because you had Bobby sign it first. So Bobby signed it first in New York for WrestleMania 35 weekend. 35, yep. WrestleMania in Dallas, I took it to WrestleCon. I set it down. Now, Bobby has passed by this time because I think Bobby passed in 2021, if I'm not mistaken. I believe you're right. So Bobby had already passed. Steven Regal's at WrestleCon. <clears throat> Get up to Steven Regal. I set the thing down and he goes, ah, oh, Bobby signed over me. He goes, ah, oh, he got one last rib on me. So mm. Steven Regal goes, where would you like me to sign? I said, you can sign over here on the right side of the card. And he, sure enough, Lord Steven Regal signs right there. But before he hands it back to me, he kisses his thumb and he touches Bobby on the forehead, the figure of Bobby on the uh, on the card. And I was like, oh, dude, like I, yeah. now I know why kids keep their camera phones out at all times, <laughs> yeah. because yeah. I really wish I would have gotten a video of that because it was just so I didn't say, hey, can you kiss your thumb and touch it? He's, you know, that, <laughs> I mean, I, I do that to other people, but I would never do that to <laughs> Lord Steven Rio. <laughs> Hey, can you kiss your, can you kiss your thumb and Simba me? You know that type of thing. <laughs> but anyways, um, but no, he did that on a whim, and he handed it back to me, and I was like, oh, this is the coolest thing ever. So, just off sentimental reasons, uh, that will be number four. Number five, ooh, that's a tough one. Can I do a tag team again? Of course, the Road Warrior Elite Legends. Uh, okay, where they're they're in the black shoulder pads. Yeah, the NWA gear. It's so iconic. Now, ask me again in three years or another 400 episodes of what my uh, favorite figures are, and I bet you it's going to be superstar figures up and down the list because I'm loving these figures, dude. Can you imagine if they actually make a Legion of Doom in those? Well, technically, that's what the Asylum All-Stars are. True. That is true. Uh, By the way, have you heard anything for shipping on those? I thought it was coming up. Okay, because I haven't gotten any email or anything. I, again, I get it. You know, we pre-order way back there, and we don't get them until way down there. Right. So I'm I'm a hundred percent okay with it. I have no issue with it. Was just wondering if if anybody else had heard anything because I haven't gotten any emails or anything. Again, no big deal. Just you know, just kind of curious because I am excited to get those in my Road Warrior shelf. I think we're supposed to be getting those soon, dude. Nice. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. I can't wait to get those fingers crossed. Uh, So one more that I would like to put in my honorable mention, I won't say it's number six, but I would put it in my honorable mention as favorites of all time. Again, just going sentimental Rick rude LJN. You know, I believe James Frank said it best. Why? (laughs) Will you stop? Oh, I thought you were going to say, (laughs) please. No, it's uh, SD Jones. 
and Bruno San Martino, LJNs. Ah, uh, because you took him from that kid. Yes, and then you helped me, and that was the uh, the crazy car accident day, <laughs> where we talked mom into taking us even after the car accident, <laughs> and she looked at me like she wanted to kill me. I took that bullet for you, dude. Listen, listen, let's not forget that. By the way, we told the story on Brian's <laughs> uh, legendary podcast, the LJM podcast. I forgot how funny that story was where I gave Nathan Razor Ramon's Hasbro gold chain. I was so pissed at you. Oh my God, dude. That look that mom gave you when you asked her if we're still going to Toys R Us is the same look you gave me when you found out that I had given Razor Ramon's chain to Nathan. Don't mess around with the accessories, dude. God, that was so funny, dude. Like looking... (laughs) You, you're going to learn today. <laughs> I feared for my life when it happened, but now we can look back and I was like, that's hilarious. Oh, that was great. That was good. <laughs> you know what? To your credit, you went right to school the next day and you're like, no. Yeah, dude, I'm going to need that chain back. So I'll, another quick, quick, quick story. So if you guys haven't listened to Brian's legendary podcast with us on it, definitely go and give it a listen. But the story on there is buddy at school comes and he goes, man, he goes, I lost my Razor Ramon Hasbro gold chain. And for some reason we had a second one. And I don't remember why we had a second one. Yeah. I don't remember why we had two razors. So I go, Oh dude, I've got an extra one. I'll just bring it to you tomorrow. And Nathan goes, are you sure? And I said, yeah, man, I'll just bring you the razor gold chain. We've got an extra one. It's all good. So Scott, who always kept the accessories in that three musketeers locker tin. Yep. A Christmas locker tin or something like that. Yeah, it was a it was a Christmas set of Three Musketeers, where it's like it's a little tin, and inside is a plastic bag filled with Three Musketeers little candy bars. And I yep. got it for Christmas one year, and it worked out perfectly to store all the Hasbro and LJ and accessories inside of and Galoobs. So I go into Scott's room that night. I pop open the tin, grab the chain, and I go to school the next day. Put it in my backpack. Go to school the next day. I see Nathan. First thing I do, I was like, "Hey, Nate, I got your gold chain." He goes, "Dude, thank you so much." Like he was so thankful. So two days later, Scott always picked me up from school. Two days later, get into Scott's truck. He had a little white Mitsubishi Mighty Max. I get into Scott's truck and Scott goes, hey, dude, we're missing Razor's chain. And I was like, oh, no, uh, we still have one. And he goes, no, 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 we had two. I was like, oh, yeah, I gave it to Nathan because Nathan lost his. Scott did not start up that truck at that moment. (laughs) Scott had like a freaking psychotic think of a psycho movie where the head just kind of moves and contorts to the side very slowly. <laughs> he goes, you did what? And I was like, dude, I just gave him our extra chain. We had an extra. He goes, okay, you are going to school tomorrow and you are going to ask Nathan for that chain back. And I was like, but we had an extra. He goes, it doesn't matter if we had an extra, you are going to school In fact, you know what? You're not going to ask him tomorrow. You're going to call him when you get home and you're going to ask for that chain back. And the look Scott was shooting me, I knew he was dead serious. So I was like, "Uh oh, our razor's not going to not have a chain. So I get home. I knew Nathan had to walk back from school to home. I knew he had a little bit of a walk back, so I didn't call him right away. And I knew when four o'clock rolled around, I could give him a call. So I called him. I was like, Dude, I need that razor chain back. He goes, why? I was like, I don't know. Scott's pissed. Dude, I just need that chain back or I'm screwed. (laughs) And Nathan goes, all right, I'll bring it to school tomorrow, dude. I promise. I was like, all right, (laughs) thanks, man. (laughs) I got the chain back. But uh, yeah, that's still one of my favorite stories regarding a wrestling figure with you. 
yeah don't don't fool around with the accessories they're oh, very very important it was so funny dude like looking back it's funny but i really thought i was gonna die right there and i love nathan i really do but apparently i don't love nathan more than i love razor ramon's chain <laughs> you know and one other honorable mention i want to throw out is uh stinkaloop oh yeah scott picked those up with mom at stone ridge mall at kb toys yeah and it was a saturday afternoon wcw is already on tv i'm watching wcw scott leaps up the stairs like a gazelle like three at a time yeah three steps at a time like hops it in two steps and when you heard a bag rattling and me leaping steps you knew it was good news i turned my head to the left and there's a huge white kb toys bag he goes dude they had the galoobs and Scott runs into the room and he turns it upside down, which would kill me now because all the cards would be bent. The cards, yeah, we yeah. didn't care. But he dumps it and there's all the galoobs right there. There's Tom Zink, Flying Brian, Sting. Not Doom. It took you a while to get Doom, huh? It did. Yeah, it did. And then when I finally saw him, I was like, hmm, really? This is what I waited for? Sweatpants and tennis shoes? <laughs> but all the figures were right there and uh, we just started popping them open and like holding Sting... That Galoob sting was just so memorable and so brings back a flood of happy memories. But outside of the nostalgia factor on that figure, it's so good. It is. Like Sting's first ever action figure and it is dead on. It is so, honestly, okay, if we're going to go zero to 10 ratings, that thing is like a 9.8, 9.9. It's as close to perfect as you can get. Yeah. I mean, where would you have it? Because you're usually a harsh, uh, more harsh of a judge than I am. Oh, dude, like, it's where... like it's like nine six. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like, if there is any anything to pick apart on it, it's a very small nitpick. It, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but the the face, you know, it's it's got character in the face with the expression. It's a perfect sculpt. It's the perfect uh, pose for him because Galoobs, you couldn't pose. So you are at the mercy of whatever they sent out. You know, God forbid you get Ric Flair pose. But dude, that <laughs> Sting pose, so good because Sting did the military press. That mm-hmm. figure is perfect for that. The face paint application, so good. I love the color of the, the tights, the boots. Everything about it is so perfect. So, I mean, even outside of the nostalgia, Jeff, that figure absolutely would deserve to be in anybody's top five. Right. Absolutely. Yes. And there have been a lot of good Sting figures. You know, we could look at his defining moment, Crow, but no. that galoob. No. <laughs> oh, no. You call us, prick? <laughs> what, what's up, man? Yeah, we didn't even get to the Ozer, Ozer stuff yet. There is no Ozer stuff. He's on a break. Oh, we were on a break. <laughs> he got back from vacation, but he needs another break. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah that, that vacation hangover. I get that. I get yeah. That. Yeah. Good shit on your car now. Okay. Have fun with that. Yeah. Straight dookie right under the car. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I doubt it's going to be straight. Chocolate flavored water, bitches. <laughs> Is that a Limp Biscuit song? It's a, I think it's a Limp Biscuit album. Chocolate flavored water. For the record, Jeff, that would be hot dog flavored water. Oh, whatever. You know, oftentimes when I'm sleeping at night, something like I'll wake up to go pee or whatever, and then I'll lay back down in bed. And the stupidest thought will pop into my head. Why did Jeff let crows into his house? No, I was wondering if Fred Durst and Ben Stiller are still friends. Uh, Were they ever not friends? Well, they were friends when that album came out. Oh, they were? Yeah. There's a mention of Ben Stiller in one of the songs. 
you know they used to do like they would play a song and then the song would stop and then like two or three minutes later it would be like something random happening but you knew the album wasn't over yet because you could see it on the cd like there's still stuff going on yeah 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 there's still a counter going Right. So Limp Biscuit did something like that on that album. And then Ben Stiller, they were they were basically like sounded like they were in a studio and Fred Durst and Ben Stiller were talking. And yeah, I'm wondering if they're still homies all these years later. Hey, you know what? That happens to me at 2 a.m. during piss time as well. I don't like it. I don't want my brain to be engaged. I want my brain to just be like going back to sleep. I don't want to think about Fred Durst and Ben Stiller. All right. We do have a little bit of news. As I said, we were trying to do some filler. So (laughs) well done. Thank you. All right. Marvel Lucha Libre figures. These are nine inch action figures of Marvel characters. So the first one is Elterra Purpura Thanos. It's Thanos as a luchador. El Furioso Hulk. Yep. El Arachno. Oh, that's a gimmick infringement. Arachno Man would be pissed. I would think so. Yeah. El Arachno, Spider-Man. El Leonada, Americano, Captain America. These are on Entertainment Earth for $11.99. Yeah, I checked BBTS. I didn't see them on there, but they are on their, uh, yeah, Entertainment Earth. 12 bucks a pop. Pretty cool looking. Yeah, they're not bad. They're little fun things that kids can wrestle around with. Yeah, and it makes me really wish that DC had gone through with the ones they were going to do a few years ago. Was that DC that was going to do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was because they had a Batman one. Exactly. And I absolutely 100% would have been in on the Batman figure. But unfortunately, they scrapped that line and look at Marvel coming in. Now they're doing it. Kudos to them, man. I love it. Um, If they did Marvel Legends style like those, mm, I'd be tempted. Especially Mm. if they did like a Wolverine or a Punisher. I'd be all about it. All right. And last bit of news, surprisingly, Foco. They're doing these legend bobbleheads. The first one is Bret Hart. Bret Hart will be standing on a Bret Hart-designed Titantron. It is $90. 90 90 $90. And it's limited, I think it was to 223 I believe. Did you get one? I haven't yet. I hope they're still available. Okay, holy crap. Dude, I, I saw them and sent it over to you, but I did not check the price. I can't believe that Bret is 90 bucks. Not to say it's not worth it, but holy crap. And isn't it crazy? Every week we seem to have FOCO news. They are bringing it, man. They're bringing it with the wrestling. Um, yeah. dude, I could see that being a monstrosity with the Titan Tron, how big Brett is. Yeah. For all you Bret Hart fans, 90 bucks, FOCO. Yeah, and oh. it's way more dressed up than like their standard run of the mill. They're inside of a ring. There's something <laughs> that represents the wrestler on it. And then it's the wrestler. It's, it's not your run of the mill FOCO. There's way more that goes into this one. And this one was not $90, but it is Rick Rude, and he's standing like a porn star. Um, hmm. He's standing like uh, the Key and Peele skit where he was a football player and he had to do, he can only do two thrusts, but if he did the third, <laughs> that's the way he was standing in the ring. It looked to me like maybe he was like mid helicopter. No, that's for, reserved for Ric Flair. Good point. Good point. He is. I think he's 60 bucks on FOCO if you want the Rick Root. I think that I've got to get the numbers correct. But I thought that one was to 123. I'll have to get off to verify that. Okay. Got it. Yeah, dude, those are some low, low. You know, we were just talking to Sean Ng last week about rare figures. That is super rare. Like yeah. worldwide, 123 or like with the Brett, what'd you say? Like 260? I thought it was 223. I have to verify. 223. Yeah. I have to verify the numbers. 
Yeah, that's crazy rare. So yeah, if you're interested in bobbleheads at all, you know, even if you pick up one or two that are your favorite, that's that's a super rare collectible to have in your collection. Oh, this is cool. This is actually uh, on Bleacher Creatures. I just got texted this. There is a Bray Wyatt 8-inch Bleacher Creature that's available right now for $20, uh, bleachercreatures.com. Oh, they've got a Fiend one, too. I was going to ask, is it Bray or is it the Fiend? But they've well, got both. They've got both, yeah. Very cool. Now, is it Bray from the Funhouse or is it Bray Wyatt, like the white pants and the, the black tank? It's just Bray Wyatt. His hair up in like the ponytail, he had it up in the kind of the top knot deal. Okay. Yeah. And then they've got a fiend one as well. So that nice. actually just got texted over to me. So, oh, very cool. That's breaking news as we record. Yeah, exactly. All right, Scott, we've got well, kind of a nostalgia segment, as Joe said uh, last week on the uh, Stolen Gimmicks podcast. It's kind of nostalgia, kind of not. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we are definitely like, we're at the tail end of the elites here, folks. Yes. So uh, it took us two and a half years to get to it. But hey, you see, we're going to do Elite Series 95 in this nostalgia segment. Let's go talk about it. Uh, Scott, we have a guest on the show who wants to do the beginning. Oh, we do? Yeah. Oh. Hey, hi, Scott. Oh, it's it's Stu. Yeah, I was... Uh, yeah. Wake up. Jump, oh, thank you. Nudge hey, him. Wake him up. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, hi, uh, Stu. Hi. Is that Scott? Yes. Hi, it's Scott. me. Oh, hi, Scott. I asked your brother if I could come on and, uh, you know... Uh, uh, Jeff wake, wakes nice uh, to uh, yes, wake uh, him up. If I could do the beginning and promote uh, Wrestling Toy Tracker. Yes, uh, please do. Please promote Wrestling Toy Tracker, Stu. I didn't know that you guys were tight like uh, that, that you would do his plug. I, I, I want to do the plug. Uh, all right, just don't stretch it out, okay? Uh, we do want to get to the nostalgia here. All right, all right, yeah, get to the nostalgia. If anybody wants to go back and follow Scott and watch it, read off these figures... Uh, Go into wrestling figure database. Yeah, it, well, because it's not wrestling toy tracker. No, no, we're plugging Stu. It's it's wrestling figure database. Did I say wrestling toy tracker? You did, but you know what? It's okay. It, you know, it's been uh, a long day. We're all kind of tired. You know, so, brain so slips much, a little bit. There's so much wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I th- I thought we were going out of order, and I was like, hey, I'm all for it. That's cool. But yeah, we're we're actually when we do this segment, Stu, we plug wrestling figure database. Okay. Wrestling toy tracker comes a little later in the show. Okay, so Wrestling Toy Tracker is not where you go to follow along? That would be correct. You want to go to Wrestling Figure Uh, Database, too. Okay. Wrestling. Okay, so the Toy Trackers is on the database. (laughs) Uh, Jeff, are you you available to pick this up? He's doing quite well, actually, I think. Oh, you think? Yeah. Yeah. He's really knocking out of the park, dude. So if you want to follow Scott, uh, you got to Move to Tracy, California. Follow him around. Out right. There. Yeah. yeah. Surveillance right. equipment. A Surve- van with no windows. Yeah. That yeah. Sounds, sounds about right. Yeah. All right. I did the plug. Thank you. Well done, Stu. Well done. Thanks, Stu. Did Stu do the plug? Oh, yes, he God. did. He's been bugging me for it about all week. I told him <laughs> to go bug you. Yes, you did. He did. All right. 
Thank you, KBW. I will give the proper introduction. We want everybody to go over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com and follow along as Scott reads off Elite Series 95. Where can you find them? Well, you go over there. You go over to the WWE section. Go to the main Elite line section. Look for 51 to 100 and follow along as Scott reads off this list. Again, that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Scott, can I read off the list? Can I read off the figures? Hmm. You know, I don't often do this. You know, when we have yes. special guests on, they get to decide if they would like to read the nostalgia segment or not. Yes. But um, in honor of you going on tour with Motley Crue. Yes, I was on. I would not. I remember that was a cover band that uh, Stu, my manager, who just read off Wrestling Toy Tracker. <laughs> It, right. he, he, it was his idea and that was actually it was not with motley crew oh it was motley stew wasn't it no it was motley uh, it was motley fool motley fool yes it wasn't even close motley I think, stew would have actually been a lot cooler so kayfabe brother but i think uh stew needs glasses oh gotcha okay well yes in in honor of your tour regardless if it was with motley crew motley stew motley fool Yes, if you would like to do the nostalgia segment this week for right. Elite Series 95, proceed. Yes. All right, starting off, Big E, horrible figure. I mean, he was in a blue and white singlet, awful, and he only came with a WWE title. Is ridiculous. Well, to be fair, though, you know, to Mattel's credit, that is the gear that Big E won the championship in. Terrible. Oh. Terrible. Well, you don't like something, that's... Shocking. Doesn't sound like you. It's shocking, right? I know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that doesn't sound like you at all. Lashley's up next. WWE title. How lazy they gave him two WWE titles back to back. Lazy, terrible. This is all going in my letter right now. This is all filler for my. Hey, you guys are doing filler too, aren't you? This this does not get any snaps at all. No, nothing. Not in an L formation. Not no, in a L. big E formation. Not in a big E formation. No. Got it. Okay. Right. Okay. Hated it. Jay Uso with Uso's hat, lay SmackDown tag title, terrible figure, horrible. Did you see that figure, it, Scott? It, yeah, you didn't like that one either. No, huh? it was terrible. This whole wow, series... so far Mattel's really just striking out with you. He came with a gold chain too, but that was terrible. John, why did Jeff put John Chenna? Well, see, that's that's Jeff's joke about pronouncing Cena's name incorrectly. That's stupid. Oh, you don't like yeah. Jeff's joke either? No, I don't like Jeff's joke. I don't even like Jeff. Okay, so for the record, so far, we have Biggie, Lashley, Jey Uso, uh-huh. and a joke by Jeff, and yes. you've hated all of it. Yeah, and this John Chana figure is also bad. Terrible. Okay, so we can add the figure to the hate list. Got it. This yes. is really out of character for you, KBW. This is all going to my hate list in my notes on my letter to Steve Ozer. Got it. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't piss off those crows. I, I don't know how they're going to feel about you completely trashing Steve Ozer's work here. Those crows don't like me that much. You were holding a gun. They they uh, shit they shit on Stu all the time. Uh, Stu the Stallion or Stu, Stu the, the stallion. person? Stu the Stallion. Oh, okay, good. Go, yeah. Okay, I would rather have them pooing on the horse than than pooing on Stu the person. They say that they're shitting on my car, but they don't know that the stallion is not a, a vehicle. Yeah, he's a vessel. He he, he is a vessel. Yes, and a really interesting way to put gas into him. Also, right up the ass. <clears throat> In his gas hole. In his gas hole. 
Yes. Uh, oh, John Chanda was in Oakland A's colors. It was like green and yellow. Hated right. it. Uh, next up, Shotzi with a horned up hat. Meant her hat was horny. That's a good figure. Actually, that one is good. I like that one. Oh, you like that one? I do. Is that because you're you're a big fan of Shotzi or you really, really just like the figure? I just like the figure. Okay. I think, I think okay. they did a good job on it. I'm, I also like Shotzi. She's cool. So, okay. Because uh, she likes the heavy metals. She does. Yes. Yeah. Like iron and yeah. steel. No, no, no. Heavy metal, like the music. That's oh, cool. like the music. Okay. I thought you were being super literal, like you were no. actually talking about. No, no. She likes the heavy metals, which is cool. You know, uh, your brother's gotten me into heavy metal too. Really? Yeah. Uh, you talking like Nelson, Avril Lavigne? Yeah. Those types of bands? You know, too. He says this is heavy metal and I'm really enjoying it. Oh, that's great. Good for yeah. you. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so I'm listening to that heavy metal. Uh, Shotzi, she was cool. Uh, Eddie Guerrero, I do like these figures. Um, well, this figure. He was the Chase variant. Regular was green tights, and he came with a SmackDown tag title. The t- SmackDown tag titles, like around 03, 04 era, Scotty. Right, right, Scotty, right. Uh, Scotty, you don't like being called Scotty. I, I, You know what? I, it used to bother me when I was a kid, and it gave yeah. me a reason to punch Jeff. Yeah, but I've gotten Jeff. over it. It's, I'm okay with Scotty now. And then the chase was Eddie in the black tights, Scotty, with the uh, SmackDown tag title again. Yes. Yes. And that rounds out this horrible series of Elite 95. Thank God Shotzi and Eddie saved the series. Wow. Okay. That That's that's shocking that you you really didn't like any of it minus two figures. Well, three technically. Okay. Uh, knowing how big of a fan of Steve Ozer that you are. Uh, not a fan. Not a no. fan. Wait, not a fan of the series or not a fan of Steve Ozer? Both. I think the crows are going to pull your eyes out. The crows are actually circling. I better get going. Yeah. Bye, everybody. All right. Well, he got to announce the lineup. That was cool. How did he keep you away from the microphone? Did he restrain? Did he get the zip ties out again? No. When you said he can do it, I just kind of backed away. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad he put those zip ties away. I was really sick of having to come over and cut those things off. (laughs) It's, It's happening on the reg now. (laughs) <laughs> he breaks out of his dog kennel yeah exactly he's like you don't give me water and he zip ties <laughs> you together and like throws you outside and he poops uh, on the floor and it's just a whole thing it's a whole thing over at this house anyways that is elite series 95 all right scott favorite figure huh I, you know what i'm gonna go shotzi with a super duper high honorable mention to biggie just because I love the gear that he's in. I love that he comes with the title. It it reminds me of that moment he beat Lashley to win his first title or his first heavyweight title. So Shotzi is my favorite. Honorable mention to Biggie. I'll go Shotzi and then the regular with the green tights, Eddie Guerrero. I don't know why. I've always, I've always liked that look on Eddie with those those green. I don't know what it was about that color green tights on Eddie that just yeah. I don't know, got me. So, yeah, for sure. And our, by the way, Jeff, I, I haven't even asked you, have you found the ultimate Ray and Eddie yet? Uh, yes. Oh, you have. Okay. I think I want to get those. Oh, now you tell me. Uh, probably just Eddie. Oh, you don't want the Ray? I don't think so. No, I think I'm going to pass on Ray, but okay. I do think I want the Eddie for the Detolf. Okay. So Eddie is the harder of the two to find. Okay. So... I know some people that have found Ray and Ray only, but no Eddie. Okay. Okay. Well, if you could put out the feelers for me, because I know Norm is out a lot. Um, if you happen to find him, your adventure's out. Um, I, I do think I want to get that Eddie for the Detolf. Okay. 
All right. Uh, we've got some eBay prices to go over. Hurry up, you jerk. Shut up. <laughs> Get out of here. You can't rush perfection. <laughs> All right. Big E with that WWE heavyweight title. Last sold eBay listing was on 9-11 for $22 on a buy it now. Lashley with the WWE title. Last sold eBay listing August 31st for $11.99. Ouch. Jay Uso with the Uso's hat, the lay, the SmackDown tag title, and that gold chain last sold eBay listing. Well, there was none solo. I had to do is the one that I pulled was the Elite 95 and Elite 90 together. Those, oh, it's both figures together. Both figures together. Those last okay. two sold August 21st for $85 for both of those. Well, kids... If you are having a hard time understanding supply and demand in school, <laughs> let this be a perfect example of supply and demand. You don't have a lot of Jey Uso figures on the market. Jey Uso is on TV every single week, sometimes on both shows. That means kids want them in their collection. They go to the store. They cannot find him. Mom and dad are then forced to go to the secondary market and buy the figure to make their kid happy. Price is driven up. It's a double retail. And then mom and dad fight because of you, because the figures <laughs> are too expensive. And then you sit in your room and you rock back and forth and you're like, mommy and daddy are fighting because of me. And then you sit there and you, they have to come in and console you. No, it's not you. We're, mommy and daddy are just having problems right now. And then you're like, oh, okay, well, now I feel a little bit better. Yeah. Oh, and, and there's problems because mommy can't buy wine and daddy can't buy his fleshlight because they had to get <laughs> little Timmy his Jey Uso figure. Daddy can't go to the massage parlors down the road. <laughs> oh, dude. Speaking of massage parlors. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where, where are we going with this? Don't worry. It's totally PG. Okay. The place that I get my haircut. Oh, no. Right next door is a massage parlor. <laughs> I've never thought anything of it Uh huh. with its blacked out windows. Let me guess the curtains out in front. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this, but the lady that cuts my hair filled me in that they are um they're making their customers happy. Very happy in the massage parlor right next door to where I get my hair cut. Well, that's what masso masseuses are supposed to do. They're supposed to make you happy. They're supposed to relieve the tension. Especially you know, at the end. Wait. Right. Oh, okay. So now I do what's called the two for Tuesday where I go get my haircut <laughs> and then I can't believe this is going on in your hometown. I need, <laughs> I need the address of this place. <laughs> and a second home in Tracy. <laughs> I, I need to know the address of this place. So I can go uh, boycott it. Yeah. <laughs> Let them know the evils of what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, I was shocked. It's just, it, funny. You mentioned massage and that just, boom, popped into my head. But yeah, I just recently found this out and uh, I've been telling people and they're like, really, you're surprised that happens everywhere. I'm like, yeah, but I live in like cow patty town. Like that stuff doesn't happen out here, but apparently it does. <laughs> <laughs> we made it to the big time, folks. <laughs> we have a massage, a quote unquote, massage parlor. Oh man. All right. Um, where was it? Oh, John Chenna. And his Oakland A's colors, the green and gold. Last old eBay listing was... <laughs> 9 11 for 29.99 on a buy it now 
Shotzi with the horned up hat, last old eBay listing, September 9th for $23.99. That's retail. Yep. Eddie Guerrero with the regular green tight SmackDown title, last old eBay listing, was September 6th for $39.99 on a buy it now. And the chase was black tight SmackDown title, last sold September 1st, also for $39.99 on a buy it now. Okay. There you go. Eddie Guerrero figures in demand, double retail. All right. Scott, I didn't have this on the list because I just thought of it as I was going home. But real, real quick, before we round out the show, PWI just came out with their top 500. I want mm, you to come I saw up, that. I want you to come up with your top 500 wrestling figures right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm clearing my calendar. Hold on. Hey, dude, if Jericho can come up with how many moves he had in a commercial break, you can come up with how many 500 figures in two minutes. A thousand and four. Yeah, exactly. No, okay. What I'm going to have you do, we did a top five earlier, so I'm going to do another kind of similar top five, but top five favorite wrestlers of all time. Oh, this is funny. I was sitting at dinner with Shannon last night, and we're kind of scrolling on our phones. You know, we're chatting, and we're on our phones showing each other things, and I came across one that was wrestlers' uh, high school pictures, and I was going through some of them, and I showed her a picture, And she could not figure out for the life of her who it was. And I was like, he's in my top three of all time. And she's like, that's not Ricky Steamboat. And I'm like, no. And she goes, it's not HBK. Nope. And she couldn't think of Savage. So right there, boom, you've got, and I don't have, it's weird with my top three. I guess if I really was like gun to head pick number one, it would be Ricky Steamboat. Okay. But for me, it's always kind of floated around the top three. Like I don't have a, a a hard one, two, three. I've got a one, one A, one B. They're all very interchangeable, super close, uh, and it's never going to change. Honestly, okay. it's 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 always going to be like that. It is Ricky Steamboat, HBK, Macho Man. For sentimental reasons, number four is Kevin Owens. Okay. And to round it out, number five, you know what? Screw sentimental reasons. It's KO's great. Damn it. I don't need sentimental reasons to put KO in my top five. Oh, hell yeah, prick. <laughs> we love the KO over here. We do love the KO over here. Uh, let's see. Number five, man, that's a tough one. There's a lot of names kind of rattling around upstairs. Is it Sting? Is it Warrior? It's the prick called Sting. <laughs> the prick called Sting. Um, <laughs> is it Piper? Mm, no, number five is going to be Dusty. Dusty? Okay. Yeah, I'm going Dusty. I just love Dusty. And every time Cody Rhodes cuts a promo and brings his dad into it, it gets me every single time. I don't care how many times he does it. It's going to get me every single time. Just because... Dude, I love Dusty Rhodes. Just oh. adore, absolutely love Dusty Rhodes. And I, I've got to put him in my top five. Okay. That's your top five? Yeah, that's my top five. Okay. Mine is, and I know this is, sounds weird, but it's uh, Brett. What? At number AJ, one? AJ Styles. Okay. Kazuska Okada. No, now, this is where it gets a little rough. I'm going to probably say Macho at four. The original Wrestle, uh, Mr. WrestleMania, I might add. Yeah, absolutely. 
and this is where it gets really tough because there are so many I want to slot in at five between current day. That's where I was too. Cause you got Kurt Angle that you, you know, Kurt one Angle. of the best to ever do it. Like, how do you not put him? But like, I want to slot in the Hardy boys because, but they were a tag team that I absolutely adored, but save that for the tag team list. Yeah. That's what I'd have to do. Um, You know what? I'm going to go with you just because of everything that he's done. KO. Yeah. I mean, just everything that guy has done. So yeah, that's yep. my, that's my top five. Awesome. I love yep. it. Yeah. And again, we haven't talked about KO for a while on the show. I don't think anyway. And that's a, uh, that's a huge miscarriage of justice because KO deserves all the good things. hundred percent. We've always said that. Yeah, absolutely. 100% just adore KO. Just, uh, he's an amazing human being like outside of the wrestling world. He's just a good freaking dude. So love KO. Prick called sting. <laughs> Get our stickers pricks. <laughs> yes. T public Starman and Jay go look at his store. He's got lots of goodies. Also, get our figures on Amazon. The McPhee murder of crows. Hell yeah. All, all four of them. All four. We don't know who the other person was. Got we it. Just jumped in the shot. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Scott, uh, where do you get your haircut? <laughs> I mean, we just we just want to know because we're going to shit on your car there. Uh, <laughs> where is Where do you get your haircut? I, I can't divulge this information. I well, really can't. I really can't. Oh, cause uh, yeah, we need haircuts. Brick. <laughs> I don't know if they serve crows, but uh, I mean, next time I go, I'll ask. Hey, if you have enough money, brick, you can get anything done. <laughs> that's actually, I think that's on the sign on the massage parlor door. <laughs> oh crap! All right, let's write out the show. God damn it! All right, anyways, if you guys are in the hunt for LJN's glubes. Hasbro's Just Toys Bendham's Defining Moments or Retros, and you want to see if you're getting a fair market deal, check out WrestlingToyTracker.com. By the way, did you see Sean Ng's post today where somebody got rid of the green tags on a... Uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, dude, I was reading that post. It affected me so much I had to tell the story to somebody who has no idea about anything to do with wrestling or wrestling figures, but even they got the magnitude of how tragic that story is. Even Mark Bushi posted about it. Uh, yep. Him and him and Sean were talking back and forth regarding it. But yeah, basically these green tags were, I guess you can kind of say running changes that were listed on the back of these Hasbro's and these green tags go for a buku amount of bucks. And they even had them on green cards. Well, they were never meant to hit public hands, right? These were literally being passed around in the plant. Like, hey, here's that carded figure. Some of them green cards. Here's that carded figure. But look on the back. There's a green tag that tells you what needs to be changed. Right. You know, and oh, gosh, they're, they're mega rare. Like, I don't, I don't even what in, in terms of uh, sports cards, they would be considered, I guess, legendary. These are like one of one. So allegedly the guy got rid of the green tags because he didn't like the way the green tags looked on the back of the card. Now, this is all alleged. But uh, there were pictures and the green tags were missing off the back. So instead of having a, a, a literal one of one, now you have, while it's still kind of like a test figure, it essentially you just have a carded Hasbro on your hands. Pretty much. That doesn't make it stand out from any of the other same figure carded Hasbros. 
And from what Mark said, that was literally a sixty to eighty thousand dollar loss by the dude pulling those green tags off and just throwing them out. Can you believe that? Uh, do some homework before you just start throwing stuff in the garbage or damaging what you have. I feel horrible opening up an ultimate figure. I can't imagine taking this one of one and just ripping the green tag off the back because it's unsightly. I don't know if they were one of one because I thought that there was a few that would get passed around. Um, okay. But this was the last known ones that had the green tags on them. And now the Unbelievable. guy, yeah, the guy took them out. I mean, in, in talking with Sean last week about rare figures, this is about as rare as you can get. So yeah, the uh, allegedly the guy took the stickers off and now he doesn't have 60 to $80,000. No. And Mark was like, that's a down payment on a house. What he had could have been a down payment. And now he just has, I mean, it's, it's nothing to sneeze at. You're in the thousands, but dude, what? nowhere near what he would have had. It's a down payment on maybe like a boat. Well, in Cali. Yeah. 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 I mean, maybe a Honda Civic. <laughs> like a 95 Honda Civic. 95 Honda Civic. Yeah. Hey. Good luck paying the license and registration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get to our podcasting buddies. I'm going to start off, Scott. Uh, any drunk wrestling history this week? No. Okay. Got it. But you can still follow him on Twitter, right? Yes. Or the X. On the Twitter X. The Twitter X or the X Twitter. The X Twitter. That actually is. X Twitter. Yes. Yeah. All right. Check out Rumble Wheel Podcast with Breaker and Daniel Cross. Check out the TV Toycast. I was not on this past week. Breaker did a interview with Mitch from Hassle Toys. Mitch is a dude. He came across. He's like the nicest guy in the world, dude. Really? Oh, dude. He's like hella nice. I was like, I want to support this guy. This guy's hella cool. And I have supported him. I've gotten a couple of things from him. And uh, if you ordered Mo and Mabel... Uh, apparently there are shipping notifications going out because Breaker got notification that his are on the way. Oh, nice. Yep. Nice, nice. All right. Also check out the PPW podcast as well <laughs> and check out their Facebook group also. Fun check bunch out, of dudes. Yeah. Check out the Stolen Gimmicks podcast where they're doing top fives. They're saying that our nostalgia segment isn't really nostalgia, but technically it is because anything in the past is nostalgia. Like when you were talking about the Stolen Gimmicks top five. Yeah, exactly. That was nostalgia. That's nostalgia now. Yeah. And now Hey, do you remember when you were talking about their top five? Hey, remember when I was talking about the PPW podcast? I do. Remember when Stu was talking about wrestling toy tracker and it should have been wrestling figure <laughs> database? That was remember, cool. Remember when the crows wanted to shit on your car specifically at your haircut place? <laughs> remember when they were seeing a man called Sting? A prick a prick called Sting. Or a, a prick called Sting. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, all right check out jordan and joe at the stolen gimmicks podcast where they talk wrestling also a fun podcast is soda and ethan within the marbles pod you got the legendary wrestling figure podcast with brian we got to get brian on the show dude for sure yeah we got he released the last two episodes with scott and i on there is fun fun listen scott and i told many many of story so go check it out we tend to do that in our old age jeff i don't even remember what nostalgia segment we did today we did nostalgia did we do news did we even hit record oh god don't scare me like that dude i actually had to look i was like oh (laughs) (laughs) you've Uh, never done that before uh what (laughs) (laughs) also check out work the arm podcast with jeff and jamie pod subject to change with nick dunham and his two kids where they are discussing wrestling from all eras from 80s to current day 
Again, that's the pod subject to change. Trivia with Buds. Ryan Buds does 10 questions every single day on different topics. Check that out. Chick Foley Show with Seth, Sheena, Marco, and Jordan. RJ with Ringside Rant. EJ and Rucker doing boots to the face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the Fig Life. And Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Check all of our podcasting buddies out. Fun, fun shows. Scott, roll call. Yes, going to throw it out to that hard-working man, Jason Wolf. He's been knocking out commission after commission. Hard-working? Is that? <laughs> he, he said commissions. <laughs> yes, I also said hard-working, Jeff. Why am I supposed Nothing? to laugh at that? He's been knocking out a ton of, uh, as Jeff would laugh at, commissions lately. Lots of custom <laughs> Hasbros, lots of artwork, flying out Jason's house. The dude is putting in work. If you want to see any of this, you got to be on a social media, The Art of Jason Wolf. That's W-U-L-F. If you need artwork, if you need custom Hasbros, Jason is your guy. You will not be disappointed. Just ask Breaker. Again, Art of Jason Wolf. That's W-U-L-F. And Jeff, going to throw it out to the amazing Steve Hoker. I love that dude so much. He is such a great guy. I can't wait to meet him in Philly. Give him a huge hug. You've been fortunate enough to meet him. I have not yet. Can't wait to see him in Philly. But... Go support Steve by going to T Public and checking out Starman and Jay's store. Lots of crow stuff. Basically doing stuff of all of his podcasting favorites. And uh, you know what? Steve's a hell of a guy. Go support him. T Public, Starman and Jay's store. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. Scott, did you see the video that someone posted about inflation at Taco Bell? What? Uh, how he he and his four kids went to Taco Bell and it was 51 bucks and stuff like that. That's that's normal. Oh, damn, dude. Yeah. You've got money, dude. Holy crap. Well, I mean, I, when we go, we're feeding four people. So, yeah, I get it. Like, when you, it's, do the math. That's like 12 bucks a person. Okay. Uh, 13. I can't do math, dude. Okay. Well, when you break it all down, that's like 13 bucks a person. And the, a typical combo meal at Taco Bell is in the neighborhood of about 10 bucks. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's just that's what it is. All right. That's yeah, what it is. And by the time you add in, like, you know, you got to get your Cinnabon delights. Uh, you got to add on your cinnamon twists. You know, and if you're a dad like me, you get your combo meal and you got to add on like a chalupa or a gordita crunch, you know, something of this nature. So, yeah, I get it. I, I'll walk out of there. I'll, we've spent 70, 80 bucks on occasion. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's a vulgar display of power is what it is, Jeff. It's a vulgar display of power on your toilet. Yes. And yes. your colon. Yeah. I'm tired of replacing these toilets. <laughs> I just was like, maybe you should stop eating Taco Bell. I'm like, maybe you should replace my toilet and mind your business, sir. I just had to replace mine last weekend, so I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I need to stop eating Taco Bell. What was it? Hello, guys? Oh, oh no. No, dude. Hello, guys definitely does a good number on me. But uh, no, it wasn't Hello, guys. It was... Uh, it was my favorite taqueria and it was worth it. <laughs> you know, eat- sometimes you know exactly what's going to happen at the end. And you're like, <laughs> you know what? This is so good. I don't care. It's worth it. Yes, exactly, dude. Yep. Yep. I'm going to take this gut bomb and I'm going to love every second of it until I don't. It's my favorite taqueria in the world, dude. So I know exactly what's going to happen. I know I'm going to be doing a free throw. Do you know <laughs> what a free throw is, Scott? I don't. It's to line your ass up on the free throw line just beyond the bowl and fire a shit into the water on the full. What if you miss? Eh. 
<laughs> That's what Lysol's for. You're all stew. Stew, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> I tried stretching it out, buddy. Oh. Hey, it just didn't pan out. Can you get the towels? Dang. I just got to make sure I don't slip on it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to round out the show there. Scott, for episode 399, anything else? Stay safe. Stay healthy. Fig license 2016. And happy toy hunting. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 399. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.